Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Sabrina, and all of you are here from all over the globe, because God is going to talk to us tonight. Amen? We're so happy that you could join us. I know that many of you are experiencing miracles. You're experiencing breakthroughs. You're experiencing financial blessings from the Lord. Keep working at it. Keep going. Keep growing because there's a lot in store for you. Amen? A special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian, Protestant, non-denominational, international ministry founded in the love of Jesus Christ. We welcome you on behalf of the Lord Jesus Christ, on behalf of Miracle Outreach Ministries, and on behalf of the kingdom of God. Amen? The Lord is going to talk to us some more. He always talks to us when we come together in his name. Because the word says, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there He says he's right here in our midst, right in the midst of us. He wouldn't miss it for anything. So be at home. Feel comfortable. Enjoy the presence of the Lord. Amen? Enjoy the presence of the Lord. Not every ministry has the presence of the Lord anymore. There are some ministries that have a presence, but it's not the presence of the Lord. Amen? And some of you have experienced that, and you know it to be the truth. So while you're here with us, enjoy his presence. It's a blessing. It's a very, very special blessing for his saints, for his believers, for the beloved of the Lord. Amen? And we invite you to join us in our chat room. And our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. Miracle Internet Church. When the page comes up across the banner, you'll find MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. When the page changes, click Yes. When the page changes again, sign in using your very own name. No, your name is not Yes. Your name is whatever it says on your birth certificate. Amen? Sign in using your name and then greet the saints and the saints will greet you. Now, if you're listening to us 
as the broadcast is being recorded, which would mean you would be listening on Wednesday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time or Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time or Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America, you probably ought to listen through your cell phone or your landline phone, whichever you prefer, because the pro- the program, the worship service, is being recorded live. Now, if you're coming up after we have recorded the broadcast, you can go over to where it says Blog Talk Archive Sermons, right there on the banner, right across the top of the page, and click that and scroll down to hear the message that we recorded. Amen? So we're on the Internet live Wednesdays and Fridays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time and whatever time that happens to be in your time zone and on Sundays as Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the U.S., and whatever time that is where you are. Amen? Praise the Lord. So join us, and feel free to invite others to join us to come and listen and learn from the Lord. We live in perilous times and very treacherous and evil days. The enemy knows that he doesn't have much time left, so he's pulling out all the stops, you see. So you need to be armed with the word of God. You need to be armed with the spirit of God. You need to know how to fight. This is a war. Amen? So we encourage you to join us. There's much encouragement here. The saints come up in the MIC radio chat all through the week, and they place scriptures there to encourage all the saints. We share the word of God and the love of God here freely. Amen? Amen. So, we encourage you to enter your prayer request into the Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room. Now, this is not like uh, some other prayer rooms you may have been associated with. You may not write us and say, I need prayer for my big toe. I broke it. No, it doesn't work that way. This is how it does work. Your prayer request must be addressed to God. So that means you need to say who you're talking to because you won't be talking directly to us. You will be talking directly to God. And so your request needs to state as much. The Bible tells us to pray in the name of Jesus Christ. So a general example would be Heavenly Father in the name of Jesus Christ. That states clearly who you're talking to. Amen? Then you uh, list your, your request, whatever it is. I'm requesting healing for my big toe. I broke it. Then you list a couple of scripture relate to your circumstance or to your prayer request. And that's all. That's it. It's not what you are accustomed to doing, but this is how it's done here. Amen? And then the saints will come up, and they will come in agreement with the decision 
that the Godhead makes concerning your prayer request and with the scriptures that you list in reference to your prayer request. That's how it works. So we encourage you to do just that. Amen? Amen. A lot of you like to write me and say, oh, I need you to pray about such and such. But you don't tell me if you have uh, logged a prayer request into the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. There are those of you that the Lord is calling to be a global prayer warrior. He wants to train you and equip you. But some of you just, you know, just shrug him off and don't pay him any mind. That's not such a good idea. Amen? Amen. So I encourage you uh, to follow our format in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. There are some of you that the Lord is calling to become a member of Miracle Internet Church. There's a link for that right across the banner. It says, become a member of Miracle Internet Church. There. Very simple, not hard. If you have a cell phone of any type, you may go to your browser and pull up Miracle Internet Church. And you may, um, when the page changes, across the banner, you'll see three white lines against a black background. Click the three white lines, follow the links to you, and there you are. You have it. So we want to encourage you to avail yourself to all the blessings that are on this website. This website is packed with information. It is. It's packed with information. It's packed with sermons. It's packed with the Word of God. But you have to avail yourself to it. If you want to find out what God wants to talk to you about, ask God the Holy Spirit. Ask. If you don't ask, don't expect to receive. Ask the Holy Spirit to take you into the archive sermons to the sermon that he wants you to hear or to the sermon that's on the website that he wants you to hear. That's not hard to do. He's waiting for you to honor the Godhead and acknowledge his presence. You see, the sons of God, are led by God's Spirit. He already knows where it is. Now, some of you, some of you, um, you have this habit of being self-willed, and you decide that what you're going to do is you're going to scroll through and find a title, and if it sound, the title sounds like something you ought to listen to, then that's what you're going to do. Guess what that's called? It's called rebellion. And it doesn't work very well uh, with the Godhead at all. Hmm. And if you persist in it, it lands you with a curse. Why? Because you're not obeying the word of God. That's why. So I want to encourage you to humble yourself and follow the instructions that you're being given. Ask the Holy Spirit humbly to take you 
to the sermons on the website that he wants you to listen to and then do what the sermon says to do. Amen? You get much better results when you obey God than when you walk in rebellion. Amen? Amen. Just a word of encouragement for everyone to understand. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So, to God. And he's going to listen, and then he's going to talk to us. So I hope that you prayed before you came up tonight, and you put away all the things that uh, got in your way today. And during the week, you've cast those cares on the Lord already. So your heart is open and ready to hear from God. Amen? Open and ready to hear from God. Praise the Lord. That's very important, that when we come before the Lord, that we've humbled ourselves, that we've opened our hearts up. You know, one of the ways... Of, of preparing yourself for church is at the beginning of every broadcast uh, during the week on Wednesdays and Fridays, I post the opening statement about the ministry. And uh, while I'm doing that, I also post the featured song and the verse for meditation. That's a good way to get yourself in the right mindset, and in the right attitude to receive from the Lord. Amen? So if you come up just a little early and you scroll up, you'll see all of these entries that I have posted. And among them are the ones that tell you the featured song and the verse for meditation. And participating that way helps you to prepare yourself to fill your soul so that you can hear from God. You're not still running to the grocery store on the inside while you're sitting there trying to listen to the sermon. You've stilled your soul. You've become quiet inside. Everything that's gone on all week isn't still rolling around in your head. You set that aside, and now you're open to the Lord to receive from him. Amen? We want to encourage you to do that. Because it's very important and it makes a difference in what you hear and how you hear it. Amen? Amen. Thank you very much. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you for our inheritance as the saints of God. We want to thank you for every divine protection, every divine enablement, every grace that has been released to us as the saints of God. You have not left us as orphans. No, you have empowered us. You taught us. You strengthened us. You helped us to understand spiritual things and natural things. Amen? Spiritual things and natural things. And so we want to thank you for the learning that we've had 
for the training that we've received. We want to thank you for the difference it has made in us, not just in the circumstances of our lives, but the difference that it has actually made in us, within us. We're not the same people that we were six months ago. We've changed. We've grown. Many of us have a more deep-seated peace than we have ever had. And we are enjoying it. And we are enjoying it. We are embracing the peace of God and the Prince of Peace himself. When things happen, we don't get all flustered like we used to. And when that spirit of frustration attempts to attack us, we stop it. And we attack back. We won't allow it to overtake our emotions and our thoughts the way it used to. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ, and we put it to flight. We want to thank you, Lord, that you're helping us to walk out the word of God in everyday life. That's called obedience. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Father. Yes, Father, faith does come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Your word, O Lord, unlocks the doors of faith for us to enter. When we pray for wisdom regarding our finances or any other thing, help us to remember to ask you in faith without wavering. We ask you for the faith that we need for our finances now. Lord, and we believe you will lead us and guide us and bless us. Help us to remember that when our faith wavers, we cannot receive from you. But we can receive because we are believers and we refuse to be doubters. Whenever doubt tries to come our way, we will bind it and cast it away because we realize that it is an enemy that exalts itself against you, Father. Through your grace, we will continue to believe in you and the precious promises of your word. Help us always to remember that the just will live by their faith in you, Father. May we always have faith to see mountains move, to realize that nothing is impossible to the one who walks in faith with you. Lord, when Stephen had his opportunity, to stand before the known world of his day. He was a man that was full of faith and power and a man who did great wonders in your name. We want to be strong like him. We want to be faithful like him. Thank you for showing us that whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Amen. 
It is our heartfelt desire, Father, to continue in your faith, grounded and settled, and not to be moved away from the hope of the gospel. Keep us steadfast in the faith, Lord, as we walk in Christ and continue to be rooted and built up in you. Establish us in your faith. Let us always abound in thanksgiving, for this is one of your great gifts to us. You have revealed yourself to us in so many ways through your word, your spirit, and all the changes that you have made in our lives. We believe in you with all of our heart, and we will walk in faith each day, for we realize that faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Father, our faith in you and the promises of your word assures us that you will bless us with abundance and prosperity. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord, for the word of God. We want to thank you for the spirit of God. We want to thank you for the peace of God, which passes all understanding. We want to thank you that no matter what goes on in the world and in the worldly market, our finances are on the shoulders of the Lord Jesus Christ. The government of our finances are on the shoulders of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our monies are not bound up under the waters by the demons. No, Lord, everything that pertains to our life is bound up in Jesus Christ because in him we live and move and have our being. You've given us everything to life and godly living. And we thank you for teaching us to be good stewards. We thank you for the blood of Jesus washing over us right now. We thank you for the blood of Jesus washing over us right now. We thank you that Jesus has the preeminence in all things. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for the warring, linking angels that surround us. We thank you for the praising angels, the ministering spirits, but most of all for your very presence here in our midst. We give you praise. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. 
We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains in darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, listeners, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, electronic technology, and digital demons. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ and all of your attacks. We return the attacks from whence they came in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. We bind Leviathan spirits and their attacks. Kundalini and brainwashing spirits and their attacks, water and marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, sorcery devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone spirits, all seducing, womanizing, and whoredom spirits and their attacks, all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology, and particle attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, and their attacks. We bind all targeted radio frequency, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, and all mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all binding all microwave frequency weapons, 5G, and all components, everything coming off the cell towers, off the satellites, and through our devices in Jesus' name. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching, spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause Neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy, microwave weapons, and binding all vibrations, which are demons, in the name of Jesus Christ. That's right. We bind Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, all Islander, Russian, Chinese, Japanese, Indonesian, Malaysian, Cuban, Canadian, Alaskan, Rogeshi, Yekura, Hata, Mashoka, Ishadare de Osula de Satarabriki, Yerigis de Rabrusa de Diosa, Bobaba, Kushe, Aishonda, Rababo Kushe, all global Riki de Rabrushatara, Cabals, Rikitabre, indigenous groups, Erula de Yusiti de Brusha, Kisha, Mamma, 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 Guturabri, yet tribal groups, Erukata de Brishataria. All groups of witches, warlocks, wizards, shamans, and divinators. Regishe, rumba baba kushe, regise terabro babebe, erkite rabrosare de diosula de diosuta rabrakata. We bind our Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic, 
in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every Hindu practice in Jesus' name. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils and all evil spirits which take animal forms. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind the culture gods in Jesus' name. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, human reasoning, science, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind mammon and his agents and all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spouse, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, monitor, track, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, assassinate, divide, corrupt, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of the generations of fools, the spirit of the fool, the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind food lust, addictions, and gluttony in Jesus' name. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights. Returning to sender all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the web. Turning to senders all wizardry, all black magic, all jujus in Jesus' name, and all tribal rituals, ceremonies, and sin. We send it all back in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord didn't order that for us, and we reject it in Jesus' name. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. We bind make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, lies, la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors and the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist, ideologies and doctrines, Ahab, and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversion, 
the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. Oh, yes, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and his agents in Jesus' name. We chain them with eternal chains unto darkness. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, unyielding, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, Weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. In Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, all false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Kali, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72 in the name of Jesus. And we chain them with eternal chains unto darkness. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind and break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, pledge, and pact in Jesus' name and that of the associated organizations. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grip in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, with the sword of the Spirit, we cut our body parts free. From every entanglement coming from having relatives that are in the Masonic orders in Jesus' name. We free ourselves. We circumcise ourselves from such with the sword of the Spirit in Jesus' name. We loose ourselves from all such in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attachment to our knees, we cut our knees free. From the Masonic realm and all idolatry in Jesus' name. Rubaba kushe reke si derabare. Rula la dia sandere brike sundarabrosa de diasa. Reke de brusha de dieke kio toro barasata. Our bodies belong to Jesus Christ, not the Masonic realm. Runge de rosola de dios sutarabrike de diosa. Usha de la baroca de diosula de dios sundere brike de dios sutaradia caca. Isha reke heresi terabro. Father, in the name of Jesus, 
Reiki mosho rogosa tarabrisa tarabrisa de Reiki shi rokoho rekisa dadava kushe Raka tarabrisa tarabroko de rebrosha tarabrisa de diosola radia Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us for it is written cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. We thank you, Lord, that all the curses that have come upon our lives because we have been connected to evil persons who are in and worship in the demonic Masonic realm. Those curses came upon Jesus Christ on the tree, and we have been freed from the curse of the law. We say, we bind the demons that keep trying to reattach us to the curse in Jesus' name. We bind the demons that keep trying to reattach us to the curse in Jesus' name. We bind them and we send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus to be judged before their time. We declare ourselves free because whom the Son sets free is free indeed. In Jesus' name, Father, we ask you to give each person, each saint of God, the knowledge, the understanding, the revelation, to walk in their freedom that you've given them, to walk in the freedom from the Masonic curses in Jesus' name. The anointing of God destroys the yoke of bondage. Be destroyed in Jesus' name. Walk in the liberty that Jesus Christ has purchased for you and be not entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We cut ourselves free from all the Masonic gods in Jesus' name. We are free in Christ Jesus. And all of the demonic Masonic prayers that our family members and relatives attempt to send to us, we send them back in Jesus' name. We bind them in the name of Jesus. They have no power and influence over us. And we send them back in Jesus' holy name. We send them back right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We send them back. We uproot them. They shall not have root in our lives in the name of Jesus. We uproot them in the name of Jesus. We uproot them in the name of Jesus. We uproot them in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. 
Ishara radio sola radio sola radio suto robre. Yara kata dabrisha tadabroka baba 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 shota robre ke deridiasa. Rula radiande rubuse tadabrusa tadabroka hisa tadamanasa tadabro. Rene radio suto robre ki asia tadabrisha tadadio ko. Rada dabrosha deridio suto robre ki Yara kahara hisa tadabroka. We bind the pride and insanity and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind the work of errors in our lives. We bind being misled, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all. We loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, witchcraft, and their mind control back on their own heads. We bind the spirit of slumber in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church of an evil heart of unbelief. And we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke and chain now in Jesus' name, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. In whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bind every demon and command the demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us, to leave us now, in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being persecuted and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We cover ourselves, our mode of transportation, with the blood of Jesus Christ, even the road we travel. We take authority, dominion, and power over the activities of the road, all possible collisions and accidents, all possible uh, damage to vehicles, and objects being in our way, even flying objects in the name of Jesus Christ. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over demons of the night, bad dreams, nightmares, sex dreams, evil spirits walking through our neighborhood. We bind any spirit that would attempt to trespass in Jesus' name. Even through sound, in the name of Jesus, we command them to stay away. We thank you for your giant warrior angels protecting us, Father, and your very presence. 
We thank you for that wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We pull out, we pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, and anything sent to us from the demonic realm right now in Jesus' holy name. We shut every open door that the devil made and opened with our ancestors. In the name of Jesus Christ, we cut and burn all ungodly silver cords and ley lines, and we sever from ourselves all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, facts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We destroy and tear down walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and such in Jesus' name. We break and destroy in the name of Jesus the power of every love spell, vex, witchcraft, psychic thoughts, hex, curses, psychic prayers, fetishes, charms, all other spells, sorcery, voodoo, sickness, destruction, magic, pain, torment, incense and candle burnings, prayer chains, torment, psychic prayers and psychic warfare, all mind control, jinxes and potions, chanting, incantation, incense and candle burnings, ungodly blessings. Now, you've been having dreams. Bind those dreams right now in the name of Jesus and cough out the poisons they fed you in the dreams in Jesus' name. Don't just sit there like you don't know what to do. Amen? Deep breath and cough from your gut in the name of Jesus. You know those folks have been working powers off of you. Cough that stuff out in the name of Jesus. We bind our tribal rituals and sins, crystals, root work, incantations, incense, and candle burnings, and hoodoo in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the powers of all hatred, bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, spirits of wizards, sorcerers, in the name of Jesus Christ, and all the demons that attend them in, the, in Jesus' holy name. We bind spirits of spiritual blindness, bondage, and heaviness in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, that we have been made free through the blood of the Lamb and his sacrifice for us in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. And we release the peace of God from the Prince of Peace over the people of God in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Well, our featured psalm. For this evening's worship service is Psalm 39. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 39. And our verse for meditation comes from the New Testament book of 2 Corinthians. 
2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 8. Our featured ebook is The Spirit of Lust. And if you have not read it, you need to. The Spirit of Lust, flesh and demons work together. Flesh and demons work together. Our uh, guest call-in number continues as area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So tonight, the Lord wants to talk to us about no deception here. No deception here. No deception at all. None. We're not going to have that. We refuse to have it. Amen? No deception here. Saints of the Most High God, that would be you, and his military of demons do not have any right nor power nor authority in your life unless you give it to them. That's right. Satan and his demons do not have any right nor power nor authority in your life unless you give it to them. I repeat, no right, no power, nor authority do demons have in your life unless you give it to them. Now, let's not be generous in this area. We have been taught in Ephesians that we are not to afford the enemy of our souls any opportunity to attack us whatsoever. We're not supposed to be handing out tickets for demons to come and attack us. That's just not the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God remains righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen? I hope you agree. So, saints, we are to repent of self-deception. The saints of God ought to repent of self-deception. You say, why? Why? Because somehow you've allowed the enemy to con you into thinking that it's okay. He's got a right to do what he's doing to you. How do you know? Why? Because in that area, you're not resisting him. You're resisting over here. You're resisting over there. But in about five other places, you're not. There it is. It's quite simple. The demon which Satan uses cannot overpower a born-again Christian and exert power and authority over that saint against his will. That's right. It is so. Saints have veto power. Saints have veto power, mm-hmm. have binding power. 
saints have binding power. Saints have resisting power. Saints have resisting power. Saints need to mature and use the power which Jesus has delegated to them against the enemy. It's lovely for you to have power from God, but you're supposed to use that power against the enemy. I know some people walk around with the power of God in their lives like, okay, I have arrived now. I've got some power from God. No, you're supposed to use it. It's not there like a medallion to wear across your chest. It's to be used against the enemy and for the kingdom of God. It has purpose and function. Amen. That's the truth. The only way which Satan and his demons can gain access into our lives if we give them an opening. If we give them an opening. If we give them an opening. That's right. Give them an opening. So, shut the open door and keep out the devil. Shut the open door and keep out the devil. Do not give him an open door through your thoughts. Do not give him an open door through your thoughts. 10 verse 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5. Casting down. There's a direction. Casting it down. Cast down imagination. You know, thoughts are made up of imagination. And every high thing that exalts against the knowledge of God, whatever comes against the word of God, and bringing into captivity every thought, every thought, every thought to the obedience of Christ. Amen. So you're thinking... Well, you know I could pay the minimum payment on this bill, or I can send a little more and pay it off a little faster. Okay, bind that thought in the name of Jesus Christ, and you'll find out what God wants you to do. So you're thinking, well, last week I had chicken. I don't want to eat chicken again this week. I think this week I'll have fish. Bind that thought in the name of Jesus, and you'll find out what God wants you to do. It's very simple. Bind every thought. Make it a habit. Make it a practice. Make it an exercise. Make it a routine. Bind every thought. It brings more victory. Amen. It brings more victory. Ephesians. Chapter 4, verse 27. Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 27. Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 27. 
Neither give place to the devil. Don't give him any room. Don't give him any access. Don't give him a a pass. None of that. Don't give him a ticket. No, not to the meeting that's going on in your mind. Don't give him a ticket. Don't give him a coupon. None of that. Amen. Give no place, no foothold, toehold, toenail hole, none of it. Give no place, neither give place to the devil. Keep him out. It is your responsibility, according to the word of God, to keep him out. Amen. That's the truth. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from my position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over the open door of sorcery in Jesus' name. Sorcery? Yes, drugs. Drugs that are given to us when we are in medical situations that require such. We shut that door right now in the name of Jesus. We command those drugs, those chemicals, those foreign substances to come out of our bodies now. We take authority, dominion, and power. We bind them in the name of Jesus. We command you to get up and out now in Jesus' holy name. That means you need to take a deep breath and cough. Cough it out right now in the name of Jesus. Deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough from your gut, from your gut, not your throat, not your throat, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. So you had to have a procedure done. So they had to put you under some anesthesia. Okay, but you didn't do any spiritual warfare. You just went in like a heathen. Okay, we just took authority over that in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, we were saying, do not give the enemy any place in your thought life. None. No place at all. No room. None. Do not give Satan an open door by your unwise words. Do not give any room. Any room. None. By your unwise words. Amen. No room. Mm. No room at all. No room at all. No room. No room. No room means just that. It means no room. Not in your thoughts at all. Not in not at all. Not a little bit. Not for 10 seconds, not for one second, not for two seconds, none of that. 
see, the thing is, some of us, the enemy comes by to do his little dirt. And ah, here it is. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I appreciate you showing me that. We're going to take a little a little tour here. And we're going to go visit John chapter 14, verse John chapter 13, 14, verse 30. The Gospel of John chapter 14, verse 30. And we're going to start with verse 30. Here, Jesus speaking. Hereafter, I will not talk much with you. Remember, we're talking about your unwise words that open the door for the enemy. Hereafter, I will not talk much with you. Of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. Why is it that the enemy had nothing in Jesus? Because there was no sin in him. There was nothing for the enemy to connect to. There was no sin within. I'm going to let you think about that. Amen? I'm going to let you think about that. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Let, do not allow any corrupt communication to proceed out of your mouth. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying or building up, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Hmm. Saints should not say unwise things, unrighteous things, unholy things. Why? Because it opens the door to the enemy. Do not give Satan an open door by being presumptuous. Do not give Satan an open door by being presumptuous. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. He didn't say a divided heart. He said all thine heart. And lean not unto thine own understanding. Hmm. Ah, you might have to talk to the Holy Spirit. My. And then listen. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. He shall direct. Highlight that. He's doing the directing, not you. Amen. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Amen. Do not give the devil an open door through relations with evil or wicked persons. Do not give the devil an open door 
through relations with evil persons. Mm-hmm. That's right. Proverbs chapter 22, beginning with verse 23. Proverbs chapter 22, beginning with verse 23. Proverbs chapter 22, beginning with verse 23. You see, there are people who are carnally minded. They are worldly minded. And they they know about the things that other people do that are either related to them or close to them. They know those things are not righteous and holy and that they offend God and that they're sin. But they have decided they're going to maintain this relationship with this person for whatever reason they want to do it, in spite of what they know is wrong. That's called rebellion. I'm going to keep, I know that this person has horoscopes all over their house, and they da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, on and on. I know that this person practices uh, a different religion, and they have artifacts all over their house, and so and so and so. But I'm just going to keep my relationship with them because I need them to help me out on my job, and blah, blah, blah. And they don't do any spiritual warfare about it. They don't even bother to get any kind of permission from the Lord. No, they're going to do just what they want to do because it's what they want to do. That's called rebellion. So what happens during the course of this ungodly relationship, this unrighteous relationship, the demons from the other person traffic to the rebels. Who's supposed to be a Christian? The demons from the other party traffic to the rebels. Hmm. Then they want me to pray it off of them. But they're the one that opened the door. Amen. That's how that works, you know. Proverbs 22, beginning with verse 23. For the Lord will plead their cause and spoil the soul of those that spoil them. Verse 24, make no friendship with an angry man. And with a furious man thou shalt not go, lest thou learn his ways and get a snare to thy soul and get a trap for your own soul. A snare, a trap. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. Be not deceived. Do not be deceived. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. It's guaranteed. The word is telling you. Evil communications will indeed corrupt good manners. It's not a maybe, it's a definite. If you start listening to them, you will begin to agree with them instead of agreeing with God. You will establish a wicked soul tie with them, and their demons will traffic to you. What they say will have more influence over you than the word of God, and you will become backslidden. 
you tell your children whom they should not associate with. Well, God is telling you the very same thing, and you rebel against him just as your children rebel against you. Mm-hmm. If you want your children to obey you, well, perhaps you should obey God. What a thought. What a thought. Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 20. Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 20. Ezekiel, chapter 11, verse 20. That they may walk in my statutes. This is what God wants his people to do. Walk in his statutes and keep mine ordinances. That means obey them and do them. And they shall be my people and I will be their God. It's called obedience. Amen. It's called obedience. You know, saints, when God shows you in advance of a situation that will be coming up, and he shows you what he does not want you to do in that circumstance, and because, you know, you're just lax, we'll call it that. That's a nice way to put it. Actually, it's outright rebellion and straight-up disobedience that you choose to walk in, even though God has forewarned you, you just do it anyway. And then when you rebuke, oh, I just just did that. No, that's outright rebellion. That's That's a felony in the kingdom of God. It's not a misdemeanor. It's a felony. Bringing the punishment that a felony ought to bring. Amen. Some people take their sin too lightly. When God says do not associate with the following groups of persons, then you ought to listen to him and do what he said. Because just as sure as you do it, your sin will find you out. Job chapter 4, verse 8. Job 4, verse 8. Job chapter 4, verse 8. Even as I have seen, they that plow iniquity and sow wickedness reap the same. Even as I have seen, they that plow iniquity and sow wickedness reap the same. If you're going to, if that's what you're going to sow, that's what you're going to reap. God isn't joking here. He's very, he's giving you the laws, the rules, the standards of the kingdom of God. It's up to you to choose to obey them. Amen. Now, let's go to Luke. Luke, the gospel of Luke, chapter 10. Luke, chapter 10, verse 19. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 10, verse 19. 
Behold, Jesus is speaking here. I give unto you. He didn't say he gave it to Satan. He said, I give unto you power. I give unto you power. What's the power for? To tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. So Jesus is directly telling each of us that he has given us power over all the power of the enemy. We're supposed to use it against the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt us. If he's telling you that he's giving you this power, it surpasses the power of the enemy. We're supposed to be using it against the enemy. And you sit there and do nothing. What is that called? It's called rebellion. Amen. Now, some saints decide they think in their minds, well, is, do you just have to just bind demons all the time? Um, if you're wise, yes. It's, it's demons involved in everything. Well, what do you think? God gave you the armor of God. In this scripture, he's giving you the power of God. Evidently, you're going to need it. Amen? Can it just be, you know, just like, uh, shall we grow up now? Amen. Shall we grow up? Luke ten nineteen tells us clearly that Jesus Christ delegated to us his power to use against the enemy. Failure to do so, particularly as Matthew chapter 18, Matthew chapter 18, verses 18 through 19, Jesus speaking here, verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth, where are you now? On earth, shall be bound in heaven. He's guaranteeing that if you bind it on earth, it's going to be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you loose on earth, is going to be loosed in heaven. And this is where, in verse 19, he encourages you to put your prayer request in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room, right here. And again, I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Wow. That's right. That's what he said. So if he's telling you that he's going to do it this way, then why is it that you're not entering your prayer request into the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room? I don't know how to do it. Well, recast lane that at the very beginning of the broadcast. Amen. It's not hard. When you stop telling yourself that you don't know how to do it, the Holy Spirit will walk you through it if you ask him to. Amen. 
Amen. That's what God says to us. That's what God says. So, failure to do so, killarly. In this particular scripture, Matthew 18, 18, and 19, as this scripture directs, is akin to dereliction of duty. What's that, Pastor? This means that the saint of God has either abandoned or forsaken their duty to Jesus Christ and his kingdom to rightfully perform Ephesians 4.27 and other scriptures. That's right. Ephesians 4.27, neither give place to the devil. It means that you walked away from your responsibility to execute these scriptures. That's what it says. That's dereliction. It means that the saint has willfully refused, as in rebellion, to perform these said duties or has incapacitated himself in such a manner that he cannot perform the duties. He's allowed himself to become bound and shackled once again by the enemy. Mm -hmm. This may include falling asleep spiritually. You know, we have never stopped praying for God to wake up the spiritual giant. Wake up the sleeping giant. Get him up, wake him up, shake him up, bring him to alertness. Christ shall give you light. Come on. It's time to get going. Time's a a ticking away. We got work to do. So if you're spiritually asleep while the duty requires wakefulness, then you've violated the word of God. You've neglected your duty. That's right. Because 1 Peter chapter 5, beginning with verse 8, 1 Peter Chapter 5, beginning with verse 8. 1 Peter, chapter 5, beginning with verse 8, tells us clearly, be sober, be vigilant, be sober, be serious, be vigilant, stay on duty, pay attention, be responsible, do what you're told to do, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, Seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith. So you're refusing to bind the devils and you think you're going to resist steadfast in the faith? I don't think so. Failure to do what you've been taught to do is dereliction of duty. It's a crime against the kingdom of God. Amen. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Everybody else is out there swinging their sword of the spirit with their armor on, doing what they're supposed to be doing when they're supposed to be doing it. How about that? Think about that. Even vacating. Your your part is contrary to the word of God. Vacating your post. Oh, there are people that do that. 
They vacate. God gives them something to do. They decide they don't want to do it anymore, and they just don't do it. God gives them a responsibility of some sort, an assignment of some sort. And they just decide they don't feel like being bothered. They'd rather do something else. So they'll get back to it when they get good and ready. Or they don't like the way somebody said something to them or looked at them or didn't look at them or didn't respond to them or responded to them. So they're going to sit there and act like they're uh, one and a half, and they're going to pout and sulk and have a pity party. They'll get you in trouble in this kingdom. And sometimes the trouble you get into, you have extreme difficulty in getting out of. Crimes are punishable with with sanction up to and including the death penalty in times of war. This is serious. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. Really? In times of war, this could include the death penalty? Yes. For the weapons of our warfare. We are at war. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. God expects us to use the weapons and the power he has given us to pull down strongholds. Failure to do so is their election of duty. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but, so there's some wrestling done here, Mm -hmm. against principality, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We're fighting them. We're in a war. And you decide you just don't feel like binding the devil today. You just seem like me. You just seems to me you just bind the devil all the time, bind the devil. What difference does it make if you bind the devil? It makes a lot of difference to the Lord Jesus Christ, and it ought to make a lot of difference to you. Amen? Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Casting down imagination. You know, the one you just had about You know I bind these demons every day. What good does it do? That imagination. Cast it down. Bind that thought. And every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Get back to obedience to Jesus Christ. It is up to us to resist and refuse to give Satan and his demons an entrance into our minds so that he can oppress us. Hmm, That's right. 
so that he can oppress us. Amen? You see, there are people that think you can come to the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room and just say, um, I need prayer for uh, for my cat running away. Well, see, it's a prayer room. It's a prayer. It's not a request line. Remember back in the day you used to be able to call a radio station and call the DJ on the phone and request the song you wanted to hear? Well, it's not that way in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. It's not a request line. It's a prayer room. When you go there, you're supposed to be praying. You're supposed to know who you're praying to. You're supposed to address your prayer to a deity, not to a human, to a deity. You should know which deity you are addressing. You should get to the point with what you have to say. And you should give at least two scriptures that pertain to your prayer request. That's how we do it. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Saints of God are not called to act who make horoscopes and try to read their fate and future in the stars. We're not supposed to go back to acting like that. Amen? That That's not what we do. We don't do those things. Don't be frightened by their predictions, for it's all, all it is is a pack of lies. Now, there are all kinds of predictors out there, but you're supposed to be listening. We're supposed to be listening to the spirit of truth. If you just keep listening and you never try the spirits to see if they be of God, you never test the spirits to see if they be of God, what are you listening to? You see, their ways are futile and foolish. So do not open this wicked door. Do not open this door of wickedness. We encourage you. No, actually, the Holy Spirit said to to tell you that you do not have, it's a part of the opening remark that I post with every broadcast on Wednesdays and Fridays that we're not supposed to be entertaining or participating in communications that have not been vetted by the Holy Spirit. You've got to get permission first. You belong to God. Everything about you belongs to God. You can't just take it anywhere you want to take it, listen to anything you want to listen to, participate in anything you want to participate in, just because you want to do it. You belong to Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's good to know where you belong. Do not open the door to the enemy by learning the ways of the heathen. Saints ought not to use candles to change the atmosphere. That's not Christian. There's nothing Christian about it. That's a heathen practice. Amen. Saints ought not to attend ceremonies where idolatry, the occult, 
and witchcrafts are being practiced simply because a co-worker invited them. They ought not to, ooh, hold on, I'm, I'm, hold on. Saints ought not to date without God's permission first. Ooh. Ah, that's right. Wow, that's right. financially support unrighteous causes, not even in ignorance. Why? Because you're supposed to submit your works to the Lord. Amen. It's the truth. Saints ought not to fail to witness to family members when they are well aware that the Lord has instructed them to do so. Failure to do so is akin to dereliction of duty. God's told you to do something, and for whatever reason you find a way to wiggle out of it, you just aren't going to do it, it's rebellion. Mm-hmm. Things ought not to give the devil unwarranted opportunities by being dishonest, by lying, by failing to keep righteous promises. Saints ought always walk in righteousness and integrity. Saints, God has called us away, old man and heathen behaviors, in our culture. Some people are so caught up with what goes on in the culture that they just bypass God as if he doesn't exist. The culture says do the wave. So they're waving. But waving to what? The culture says do this. The culture says do that. The Pantone color for this year is that. And on and and it just never stops. They tell you what to wear, to eat, where to eat it, and on and on and on. The culture dictates a lifestyle to you. But what are you going to do? They tell you which phone you ought to buy. And they give you all the features that have nothing to do with a telephone call. The culture tells you what vehicle you ought to drive and what you need to look cool or in style. Tells you what to think and what to believe and where you need to hang out and who you need to hang out with. But what does God say? Most things, Forget about God. They just run with the culture. Mm-hmm. Oh, not to mention the culture tells everybody what they ought to think about world events. God? Now, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. So, saints, God has called us away from the old man and heathen behaviors in our culture. We are not to worship the culture God. 
what do the heathen do? We're not supposed to be following the heathen. The heathen rage. Yes, that's what they do. They rage. And they imagine their vain ways, what they want to do. The presidents, the kings, the prime ministers and rulers of the earth spend their time and the finances of the nations raging. Oh, yes, the U.N., the W.F., the W.H.O., the C.D.C., the F.D.A. You got you got alphabets for days. And proposing vain efforts, things that don't even work, things that wouldn't work if you just thought about it for 10 minutes. They set themselves in direct opposition to our Heavenly Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. They traveled to Davos, Switzerland, to New York City, to D.C., to the Vatican, and other places to counsel together against the Godhead. They encourage themselves to get rid of the Godhead and their followers. To rid themselves of the restraint and the authority of our God. We are not to open opportunities to Satan by aligning ourselves with their treachery against God, regardless of our political affiliation. Let me say that again. We are not to open opportunities to Satan by aligning ourselves with their treachery against God, regardless of our political affiliation or lack of affiliation. Humans are spirit beings with a soul and a body. Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. W-H-O-L-L-Y. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Preserve and set apart every part of you, spirit, soul, and body. That's his plan. This is the righteous position of a saint. God warned this congregation, and science has now confirmed that immunity is very much linked to several aspects of our character. These include our daily habits even how honest we are. Some people just did not get infected with COVID. 
some people just did not get infected with COVID. God repeatedly warned us and rebuked us for allowing fear and stress to control our lives. Now, scientific evidence has proven that fear, stress, and other mental and emotional factors affect immune responses. Told the local congregation, fear was the primary open door used by Satan to attack with COVID. The globalists, with the help of the government, big tech, and the news media, escorted by the medical community, dished out hourly doses of such. We told you about it. We didn't hide it from you. But saying you have authority over the attack, the soul of man is comprised of the mind, the intellect, the will, the emotions, and the imagination. It has been considered the lower realm of man's innermost being and is referred to as the soulish realm. When we are born again, we are born of the spirit of God, and God's spirit lives within our spirit. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23. Being born again, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Being born again. Not of corruptible seed, no, but of incorruptible by the word of God. And the word of God lives and abides forever. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. Now we have received not Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Verse 16, know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? Know ye not, don't you know that you're the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? Don't you know that? However. Born again, yes, even spirit-filled believers 
can become oppressed, tormented, and even controlled by demon spirits if we yield to them and give those spirits entrance. Satan and his demon spirits will illegally attack and torment in the soulish realm, in the mind and in the body, in the mind and in the body, in the mind and in the body. If the saint of God does not bind, resist authority over these spirits, but instead yields their will and allows Satan's evil thoughts and suggestions entrance into the mind, the saint will become oppressed. Oh, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so weighed down. Well, what have you been thinking? And what have you done? about what you've been thinking. The saint refuses to bind and resist in the spirit. If the saint refuses to bind and resist in the spirit, the sickness and the disease and the spirits that are attacking his body, the demons will take an opportunity to afflict and to oppress the saint of God. It is so. Your will is the key. Your will is the key. Romans chapter 16, Romans chapter 6, verse 16. Romans chapter 6, verse 16. Romans chapter 6, Verse 16, know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves, servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. You see, the choice is always ours, saints. The choice is always ours. Saints, do not yield to the demons. Instead, obey God. Bind the devil. Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Amen? Amen. Neither give place to the devil, saints. Neither give place to the devil. Amen. Brother Bill, we would hear the praise praise report. Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. Let's get started. KCS says, "My, my hot water heater had steamed. To have stopped working yesterday. I turned up the heat. This morning the water was scalding hot. This afternoon I came home. There was no hot water. I came against it immediately and declared the power and authority over the hot water heater. I repeated it several times. 
the water started getting hot. Praise the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. N.K. has a praise report. Praise during last night's sermon, Pastor addressed those of us seeking adjudications on situations prematurely. I figured out she was talking to me because I had just taken a stand in the prayer room against destructive cycles in my household. I got to the point by praying for correction in my life and my family, I'm no longer wanted to be an enabler or victim, but instead pursue God's plan for me and AK. Regardless of whatever KK was doing, I asked for judgment. Pastor said that immature persons seek adjudication before God has revealed the whole case. Well, I thank God that when I do my best to sincerely seek him on an issue, no matter how ignorant, imperfect, or immature I am, he answers me during the teaching. My husband came to me to confess a traumatizing experience he's been suppressing for over 30 years. God revealed more of the underlying picture contributing to our woes. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Deliverance comes off in onions like skinning an onion, saints. Don't get impatient. The Lord's just cleaning you. Father, Father God, thank you for waking me up this morning and my children and my home and all things you provided and continue to provide. Thank you for all your mercy and grace upon me and my children. Thank you for yesterday. Daniel did really good at the flag football tryouts. Now, saints, Claudette is getting up praising the Lord in the morning. How many of you are doing that? Well, praise you, Lord. That's a wonderful praise report. Deborah L. has a praise report. I've been praying for exposure of this person who's been infiltrating a landlord-tenant issue. She has... She was exposed finally as a fraud. She is not an advocate, and she was claiming she was also a domestic violence count against her as well as a current litigation in the courts. While she was pretending to be an advocate or legal assistance, I don't know, but, Lord, I pray for her salvation. If she won't receive it, I ask for your judgment to be upon her. I ask for the removal of this tenant who had her harassing and lying to me, and not to me only, but to lawyers, the city, and other organizations of their own filthy gang bullying. I cut their threefold cord and send back all witchcraft attacks. It is written in, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. She's doing her warfare and overcoming. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Now, N.K., as a praise report, our shower drain was clogged after a new maintenance man came to address it. It didn't improve. We called him again yesterday. This morning, it was three times worse, filling up within seconds. I told K.K. that I don't trust that man, and the dogs are very upset when he comes. So while KK was using the shower, we prayed against Texas witchcraft curses and however the Holy Spirit led. The drain made an unplugging sound and all the water went down. It's now functioning normally. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Now, Samantha has a praise report. I was listening to an older message from four years ago about unforgiveness and bitterness. Brother Bill shared his testimony about his father and led us in a prayer 
and deliverance, I felt convicted for my unforgiveness towards my parents, especially my father. I repented and received much deliverance. Thank you, Brother Bill, for your testimony. I was being tormented by my unforgiveness. Well, praise you, Lord. M. Trim has a praise report. On last Friday, during the opening prayer, Pastor Sabrina prayed that some of us do not know the physical location of some of our loved ones and asked the Lord to intervene for they are safe. She also prayed that some of our family members or persons that are close to us that we've not heard from in a period of time. Then she prayed in her prayer language and broke the powers of the enemy in the spirit realm and thanked God for the breakthrough in Jesus' name. On the next day, my sister, Janita, finally heard from her son that's been in confinement. He called her every day. However, the facility was on lockdown, and he was transported to another facility without knowing Praise the Lord. She spoke with her son. This is what happens when you come into agreement in prayer during the opening prayer before service as well as in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. All the glory and praises go to the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Dina has a praise report. My sister sent me a $50 gift card for a grocery store. You would have thought I won the lottery because I hollered with glee and was ready to dance down the aisles of the store. Now, I'll have help getting groceries for the upcoming past. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And Daryl has a praise report. Praise be to the God, the highest. Praise you, Lord, for a wonderful praise report. Thank you for your giant warrior angels fighting and protecting Frank Jr., for it's a miracle. He's alive, a walking, talking testimony. He fell asleep at the wheel, crashed and told his car into a tree last week, and look what the Lord has done. I thank you for protecting him. Thank you, Father, for your grace and mercy. Lord, I still continue to pray. Labors, labors into Frank Jr. and his family, and you deliver them. But, Lord, thank you that you that he did not get hurt bad. Praise you, Lord, for that. Praise you, Father, for your blood. And Daryl has a praise report. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood. Mr. Diggle just reported Marcus has a clean bill of health. Praise you, Lord. His paw is all better. He doesn't need any antibiotics or inflammation medication anymore. So grateful. God is so good. And we just give you praise and honor and glory. You're worthy of all of our praise, Lord Jesus. These are wonderful praise reports. The saints are growing. And praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord, for these wonderful testimonies, it, for these absolute wonderful testimonies. Thank you for them, Lord. We appreciate every single one of them. Amen. God is at work in the lives of the saints in this ministry. And if you're sitting there and your your pet isn't getting healed, well, maybe you need to do some of the things that we say to do. 
perhaps you need to put your prayer request in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. Amen? Perhaps you need to do some of the other things that we encourage the saints to do. There's plenty of obedience to partake of. So we encourage you to do what God is teaching us to do. Amen? Do what God is teaching us to do, and you'll see a difference. You know, there's some of you, we've encouraged everybody, come up in the MIC chat room during the course of the week and place scriptures in to encourage everyone, to help encourage everybody. Well, quite a few of you do, and that number has grown, and I'm so proud of each of you. But there's still some of you that are hanging back. Well, guess what? Cut out that hang. It's, it's hanging the wrong way. Amen? Come on up. Put your, your two cents in, your scripture in, because it may be the very scripture that someone needs. Amen? Amen. So we want you to get on board, just like the Lord told us to do. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. God is very good to us here. He answers our prayer. He's even been blessing us financially. And uh, there's some of you that have had financial blessings, and there's yet to be a testimony, a praise report in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. We're waiting because we know that God is moving. Amen. We know that God is moving in Jesus' name. We know that God is moving. So now we're waiting to hear from you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There's some of you that need to write me at gproom at outlook.com. You need to send me an email. But, you know, you keep putting it off. Well, God's waiting, and so am I. Amen. That's all I'm going to say. Praise the Lord. Some of you uh, have never written me, and you should have by now. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for his goodness. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, area code 4076, you're on the air now in Jesus' name. Hey, Pastor. Hi. Um, so I was calling in to let you know that my family's in some occult stuff and that um I'm also adopted and stuff and that I was asking the Lord during maybe this year for a baptism to come down to Jacksonville. Okay. Well, we're looking forward to that. We have to wait a little while for that. But I'll be sure to let Uh you know as soon as that's available. But you said now your family, is this your birth family or your adoptive family? Adopted. And they're in the occult? Yes. What exactly are they doing in the occult? Um, 
well, basically like witchcraft and mainly rebellion. But it's my mom and stuff and my dad, but she doesn't know because, you know, nobody likes the truth and she doesn't like listening. So it's like I don't even talk to her that much because, um, like, she's still trying to get me arrested again and stuff, but I don't talk to her because, you know, I don't want nothing bad on my side to happen. So I just pray and say to myself. Okay. Well, have you put a, a prayer request to the Lord in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room about this? Well, you should, so that everybody in the okay. ministry can come in agreement. Amen? There's strength Okay. when we all yeah. come in agreement. So you, you ought to do that. The Holy Spirit will give you the right wording, and then you ought to send me an email and tell me a little bit more about it, Okay. Okay. All right, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over the witchcraft and occult activity uh, surrounding our sister's life. We bind the demons in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their activities in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their power in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their tactics and their maneuvers in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every work of darkness Ooh. that they're perpetrating against her in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. So the Lord's involved in what's going on, okay? He's working in what we call, what humans call behind the scenes. He's working Mm -hmm. behind the scenes, but he's working. So don't ever think that when you pray, he's not hearing and he's not answering. He is, okay? Okay? All right. Talk to you later. We love you. Blood of Jesus over you. Okay. Amen. Thank you. You too. You're welcome. God bless you. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Area code 443, you're on the air in Jesus' name. Good evening, Pastor Sabrina. Calling for prayer. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I'm being attacked at night um, with severe cramps, cramping, and um, Charlie horse, and in my feet and in my legs. Like sometimes I get um, like waking out of my sleep and getting hit with really bad cramps. And um, so, you know, I just, I wore against it 
and bind it and return it to sender. And I literally have to fight for, like, it, they won't let go. And I have to fight and fight. It, it could take maybe 10, 15 minutes of me just fighting it, and then it leaves me. So I'm I'm having trouble with that. Um, I'm still um, having trouble with, you know, my sleep and um, being literally feeling like I'm in bondage there. Um, the Lord has forgiven me. Um, I've done a lot of um, praying and fasting and um, the Lord has revealed sin in my life. Um, I've shut, shut doors, um, doors of access that they, you know, they were getting in. So I've done that and um, still, you know, still fighting for the, uh, the uh, breakthrough, to receive the breakthrough and the restoration of my sleep. Um, I'm also calling for my dog who has um, been under attack. We've owned him now for not even a year, and um, he's been receiving a lot of um, attacks on his body. Um, so I'm praying for him. Tomorrow he has um, procedure. I actually uh, had a dream. Uh, this was maybe months ago. I had a dream where uh, he was limping and his back right um, hind Paul was was sliced open and bleeding and um and he he was whimpering and crying and then he fell over to the side in a in a fetal position because of the pain um and then literally after that dream I would say I don't know a couple of days or so later I discovered he had like a really deep gash in the same paw as in the dream um, so okay, let, me interrupt you. let me interrupt you. When you have the dream, okay. what did you do? Oh, um, I, I, um, sent it back and I've been anointing. Well, now I've been anointing him, praying over him, um, praying, healing over him, putting anointing oil. I do that now, but I did, I did return it. Okay. Did you follow the protocol as written? No, I, no, I mean, that's, he, that's one of the he, problems. That's one of the problems. The instructions are to follow the dream protocol as written. Brother Bill, if you've been okay. so kind as to post it again, to follow the dream protocol as written, and it should be a okay. physical part of your of your Bible at this point. The Lord gave me the dream protocol when Pastor Pat was still here. So we've had that in force for some time now. And when you have a dream or a vision, you are to immediately follow the protocol. We have a protocol right. for dreams and visions. Right. All right, so you should institute that immediately. Amen? Amen. Amen. Uh, all the, right, the procedure as you've heard uh, through the praise report, people's animals are being healed. The Lord is healing people's pets, and yours yes. should be no different. Amen. Yes. So Amen. you need to see, you need to seek the Lord on what additional you need to do 
because the victory is being given to the saints. This is a victory that you ought to be partaking in. Amen? Yes. Amen. Amen. Um, I'm okay, also asking for prayer about... Ask you, I also want okay. to ask you, what are you doing in the natural about the leg cramps? Oh, in the natural? Yes. No, I'm, I'm not doing anything in the natural because it's spiritual. Okay. Okay, well, let me help you understand. You are a spiritual being that lives in a natural world. There's two sides to it. Have you asked the Holy Spirit if there's something you ought to be doing in the natural? No, but I'll do that. All right, that would be a good thing for you to do. Sometimes we have leg cramps because there's a mineral deficiency in our body. Because whatever in our diet did not supply sufficient for our need at the time. It's not always just spiritual. You see, sometimes the devil has an attack because we have an open door in the natural part. Okay. So we're trying to close open doors. So we need to ask the Lord if there's anything in the natural that ought to be done about it. Amen? Okay. Okay. All right, yes, All right. amen. Um, my finances, um, I'm receiving a tax there. Um, every time I get, um, I'm, I'm able to pay off credit card debt. Um, as soon as like I pay, I start paying it down, and you know I'm getting, you know, income where I can start paying it off, paying it down, or I pay it off completely. Um, I get hit with unexpected life, you know, um, something that happens where I have to, you know, use the credit card because I don't have the, the money to pay for it. And then I get right back in the debt again. Like I, I can't um, stay out of um, debt when it comes okay. to my my credit card. Okay. Um, we need so to talk that, about that's this. Happening. We need to talk okay. about this. Do you pay your tithes regularly? Oh yes, I do. That's do that's, you pay I, off I the pay, gross or off the net? I pay off the net. Wrong. And the re well, I know what you're about to say. I mean, the reason why I do that is because I pay I pay my tithes um, off the net, and then when I receive my um, my income taxes, I I pay my tithes off of that as well which is the okay. the overage or Let the excess, so that's you. why I do that. Let me correct you. Let me correct you. God comes first, not after when you receive down the road. God comes first. I want to suggest to you that you change your procedure and begin to tithe directly off the growth. Your delay. See, there's this scripture that says when you make a vow to the Lord, don't delay to pay it. Well, you see, mm-hmm. you're supposed to. That's a principle. That's a scriptural principle. Tithes, so don't put any delay in the pro- in the process. Don't put any delay in the process. Do it okay. immediately. Right the the grow off the growth the minute you get it. Okay. And you will see a difference because, see, 
your 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 delay is what's giving the enemy a foothold. Okay, I can I can see that. I, I mean, um, okay. when you when you were speaking on the delay, because um, I do tithe, I I I mm-hmm. definitely don't go without tithing. Um, I'm a tither, so I'm not you know I don't um, neglect that, but I do delay sometimes. So I'm gonna stop doing that. Okay, that would be good. And, okay, and lastly. Um, uh, I had to, um, I stepped into, um, obedience, um, to the Lord, um, my unsaved mother, um, I've been, you know, um, praying for her for years and her salvation and, um, and, and the Lord has over the years, um, and his, you know, being patient and not wanting her to perish and things like that. Just um, he's been using me to to warn warn her. So just throughout the years, I've done so, and um, it really um, she's in so much uh, agreement um, with the with the the demons that have her a hold um, on her that it's there's no getting through to her and. Um, I I actually, you know, fasted, prayed for her and um the Lord revealed to me so much. Like it's it's so much about her and and so much about the bondage that she's in and the, and she's literally like she's possessed. Like he showed me the like the number of demons that are in her, it blew my mind. I was like, I could see why she can't, she can't come. She can't, they won't let her. And he's just shown me like so much. And so he, he had told me sometime last year to separate from her and not allow her to be in my, you know, intimate life. And um, I'm an only child and I have an only child. So, uh, and my dad, he died when I was um, I was only nine, and so it really has been, you know, my mom and I, and she's been there for me as far as like my son and helping me with him, and you know, my son really loves her. They, you know, had a really close relationship, and when the Lord told me last year, I, you know, you're gonna have to pull away from your mother, that was very difficult, and um, you know, it took it took. It took me some prayer, some time, and I did. You know, I I pulled away. I stopped. Um, I, I put her on the outside. You know, I wouldn't the the things I would do as far as allowing her in and and just being intimate and and talking to her intimately and sharing things with her. And I stopped doing that. I wouldn't call her as much. She noticed the difference, and she was like, "What's wrong?" why are you treating me differently? And, and it, it just, it went on for a while. And then to the point where just now, um, since last year, the Lord actually said, okay, now I want you to completely, you must, you got to leave her completely. Literally she's done like no relationship. And, you know, I, um, so, uh, that was, um, 
that was very difficult because um, you know I, I, I you know I obeyed, but at the same time I'm like if if I if I'm not there, she doesn't have anybody in her life at all as a um, example of anything or who would help to lead at all her to the Lord and. Everybody in her life is, mm-hmm. is pretty much, and and you have to turn that over to the Holy Spirit and take your hands off. I of did. It. No, no, I I did, Pastor Sabrina. I did that. Good. I've 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 good. done that. I've I've turned her okay, over, good. and I pray. I no, I literally did that. But uh, I just um, so I did what the Lord said. It was it was difficult, but I did, and I and I and I cut the soul tie. I umbilical everything. I just did that. And um, I literally had to tell her, I said, I can't have a relationship with you. And that was the hardest thing ever. Now, going from that, it didn't end there. The Lord showed me, like, literally almost like her her fate, what's coming to her. He's been showing showing me a lot. And um, I'm, I'm very afraid for her because I know where she's going. If she um, okay. doesn't come out of wickedness, have you put? Have you been on a daily basis putting uh, prayer requests into the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room on her behalf? I haven't done it daily, but I, yes, I have done it. Okay, well, I think you need to step up. Okay, I have to ask you this because I. I, cause I um, I'm not really sure, and I did go to the Lord about it. And this is this is all still this is happening, in like literally, and it's a lot happening, and it's a lot for me to take in. Um, so I was praying and fasting for her. This is before the Lord told me to take my son out of her life. Now, first it was me, and I stepped out of her life, and then you know, I I just but I prayed for her though. So I prayed, mm-hmm. fasted, the Lord revealed a lot of things, and then I, I got atta- a lot of attacks um, when, I, mm-hmm. when I was binding her demons. I was binding them, mm-hmm. commanding them to loose her, I, I, and I was going in on them. That night that I did, the, I did that during the day, and the night, that night, I couldn't sleep. They were on me, her demons. They came for me. Okay, I'm going to keep um, telling I, you. I'm going to keep saying this to you. I'm going to repeat myself. Did you put a prayer request in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room almost every... See, when you go in for intense warfare, you need intense agreement. Okay. God did not put you in a ministry to sit there as an island. He put you in a ministry so there would be saints surrounding you to help you. Agreement is vital to success. Okay. All right. My so question, now let's improve. Let's improve. And let's I, get I those will. three requests in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. And that's not just for you. It's for a whole lot of other people, too. All right. Um, my, my, I I will. I'm not. I'm, I'm just trying. I don't want to. You know, stay long and longer. Um, I, I hear what you're saying, and I am gonna do it. Um, so uh, my question was this: um, the Lord has put on my spirit where the reason why He's pulled He's pulled me 
away and now told me to take my son away is because he is um, 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 going to let go of her. Um, she has she's the right not, to she's, do that. No, no, so, so with that being said, if he's letting go of her, then she, she's hopeless. So am I allowed to pray for her? That was the question. Like, You're always do allowed I... to talk to God. You're always allowed to talk to God. The effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. He hadn't let her go just yet. He's in the process of, but he hadn't taken off just yet. I don't know that. I, it, I, it, I, I thought he did. Like, he's done. That's what was okay, placed on my so spirit that he's now. done. When you get when you get the prayer request in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room, we'll get it. We'll get a confirmation one way or the other. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask that you release your peace and your confirmations concerning this situation. To our sister in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you, Lord, that you have given us promises in the word where people that were literally about to fall into hell, they changed their mind at the last second. Lord, we want to thank you that the blood is stronger than anything that we know. The name of Jesus is stronger than anything that we know, and that we can rest ourselves on the will of God. We acknowledge that every human has a will, and they have a choice. They can decide to receive Jesus or to reject him. We thank you for your grace, Lord. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your compassion. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, you do those things I've been telling you to do, okay? Amen? Okay. Amen. Amen. God bless you. you. We love you. Okay. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. See, saints, it's important. For you to put your prayer request in there. You never know what's going to happen next. It's important for you to have agreement in prayer. And I think you have heard why it's important to have agreement. If you didn't catch that part, recast the broadcast. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're so good and so merciful. Oh, praise your holy name. (laughs) Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise your holy name. Where did it go, Lord? I saw it a minute ago. All right. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. God is so good. He is so there. No, that's not it. Okay. 
Ah, there we go. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We are seeing adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a black couple rebuilt their lives after losing everything in a hurricane. They never thought they'd be thrown into a fight for their ranch and possibly their lives in a predominantly white and hostile Colorado County. Every night on Freedom Acres Ranch is a gamble of life and death for black cattleman Courtney W. Mallory and his wife, Nicole. As of late, he most likely will find tools destroyed, a prized calf stolen, or one of his hogs with their entrails spewed from slit bellies. That's witchcraft, okay? That's witchcraft. Let me get that straight right up. Somebody's working witchcraft in this matter, and it's not going to be hard to figure out who. Beheaded and butchered goat carcasses are a common sight. Recently, his newly born calf vanished. Not long ago, the mother of his Pyrenees puppies was poisoned along with animal remains on the farm, and he has to put out fires like when the chicken coop was set ablaze. To make the situation more tenuous, the Mallory's fence has been damaged over 10 times. Frequently, they must replace surveillance equipment after they see strangers pointing a device toward their cameras, which ends up jamming them and taking out the signal. Plus, their electricity lines have been cut and neighbors have stolen well water by running an illegal line from their source. One day, Courtney was chased by a white man when repairing a portion of his fence. The aggressor, who was in a car, gunned for Courtney, who made it to his vehicle in just enough time to dash away in a hellish pursuit. Once he made it to the end of his property, the man steered the other way. One evening, Nicole was followed by a white woman who almost ran her off the road, then put on high beams and pulled out what looked like a gun. The confrontation was exceptionally unnerving because Nicole was returning from a church function with her visiting niece. Once or twice a week, strange white people drive slowly by their ranch, stop and take pictures or video, and sometimes brandish guns at them. The couple is frequently followed, especially when they are in town. As a result, they rarely travel and are mindful at what time. Clearly, they are unwanted. Even the post office workers ask us why we're here, asked Courtney. A regular phrase told to Courtney is that he has a lot of balls to purchase land in the mostly white community. What puts me on edge is that everyone knows us and knows how we look, but we don't know them, Courtney tells Ark Republic. This is just some of the reports of terror the Houston transplant says his family has experienced since the purchase of 1,000-acre ranch in El Paso County, Colorado, in August 2020. Courtney Mallory alleges he and his wife have been the target of local whites who want them off their land. It's like I'm being tormented for doing God's work, Mallory says, who is exhausted 
because his family has not slept for months from keeping night watches. Added to the everyday toil of keeping an active ranch, they are comparing the damage done on and to the ranch. Locals call them the black or those niggers who live down the road. Townspeople know when they are by Courtney and Mallory's 1,000-acre ranch in El Paso County, Colorado, by the flags flown for two miles. The U.S. Marine Corps, Jesus is King, and Black Lives Matter. Nicole is a military veteran. Mentioned how locals and passersby who are part of the continuous parade of intimidation and attacks disregard her Marine flag and religious banners to focus the display of BLM signs on the property. For the Republic majority area, anything displaying Black Lives Matter is a serious bone of contention. As seen in Facebook posts, the Mallory's documented on a local community page where Maurice Fortnier commented, I was amazed how much proper was tagged as Black Lives Matter. Didn't expect that kind of in-your-face crap way out here. Facebook posts show people plotting to jam up their roads so no one gets in or out. A comment that had been taken down had suggested that a fire should be set as they are trapped in. Others talk about using pitchforks. This is the same page where the Mallory's were docked. Now, doxing means that you spread people's personal information in a malicious way in order to do harm. Their addresses, their address was posted along the Courtney's photos. Immediately, they saw an increase in unwanted visitors, so they joined a state program that withheld their identities. Unfortunately, that is not working. Since they started the petition, to remove Sheriff Emery Ray Gerhardt. More whites have been riding very slowly on the edge of their property. Some have started a smear campaign, calling them criminals, and in particularly Nicole. The implication is that the Mallory's, as black people, do not know their place, so they are marked as troublemakers. Ironically, it was Courtney and Nicole who provided food to the same poor residents in the rural community during the global pandemic. In particular, rural communities were hit hardest and saw a grave spike in food insecurity. People were dying disproportionately during COVID who didn't have healthy food, said Courtney. Before the pandemic, one in 10 Coloradans was unsure on a daily basis if and what they would eat. A stalwart Christian couple, the Mallory saw a need to feed. Many stores sold outdated meat and produce. We wanted to give our community healthy food, Courtney said Courtney. So the Mallory struck a relationship with five stores in the Denver area to supply them food from their farm. Yet and still, their generosity grew because they saw many people in the El Paso County region going hungry. People did not have food to eat, so we donated from our farm, said Nicole, who explained that they began to regularly give five pounds of meat from their high-valued stock of beef cattle and chicken. 
As time went on, the response by some residents was not what the Mallory's expected. Some of these same people, people we fed, are the same ones behind these racist attacks. I've never experienced racism like this, she admitted sullenly. Nicole is the more vocal spouse. During the 2020 racial civil unrest, she participated in a number of demonstrations and worked to move progressive state legislation like the Crown Act, a law that makes it illegal to discriminate in publication, employment practices, housing, public accommodations, and advertising on the basis of one's race, include hair texture, hair type, or a protective hairstyle commonly or historically associated with race, such as braids, locks, twists, tights, coils or curls, conros, bantu knots, afros, and head wraps. Because of her outspokenness, she is considered another type of problem. I guess an intelligent black woman in a rural in rural America is an anomaly, chimed Nicole when when describing the gender specific hostility. The trespassing by whites became so bad that one day while taking a shower, Nicole saw a man hop the fence and walk to the Mallory home. She was alone at the time. Boldly, he proceeded to open the door without a knock or holler, then entered. Wet and naked, Nicole pulled out her shotgun and pointed it at him. There I stood with only my shotgun in hand, recalled Nicole. Still, my body doesn't matter to them. Freedom Acres Ranch is supposed to be a template for those aspiring to own land and live off of it. For Nicole, their endeavors are important, to show black women that they can own land and prosper. Even for her nieces, who already are designing out gardens on the ranch, the future is uncertain. I am grappling with my military service and what I've experienced here. It's been a difficult process, lamented Nicole. Nicole's sentiments are sincere and quite common. Throughout the history of the U.S. and its waves of wars, black servicemen and women deal with the unsavory reality that their military service is met with white racism when they return home. After World War I, soldiers returning home were often antagonized by racist whites. Even some were killed for wearing a uniform. Their pride was interpreted as being an uppity Negro, which, by the way, is what they would consider me. Much like the response Nicole is receiving, but she and her husband Courtney are standing their ground on the land they have restored. Much of this property was dilapidated, says Nicole, who details how she and her husband worked for months to remove the trash from the land to make it suitable for ranching. All the while, one of their issues is that some people continue to use the land as a dump site. They see it as one of the many ways they are being antagonized. Nicole is from Indiana. She met Courtney in Houston. She is the the grower. When they began to experience an uptick in domestic terror, she wanted to kick up her activism spirit, but agreed to deal with the issues without alerting many people in hopes that things would go away and quiet down. They didn't. Now, she says, they must be full throttled. While Nicole is a proud veteran 
Often she contemplates race and racism on the hardest days defending her property. It sickens me that I sat in a foxhole and fought for people like this. Through it all, there was a brief silver lining. In 2021, Courtney met Denacio Amaya, who was married to a local white woman. The couple had a young son. Amaya, who preferred to be called Don, was black and Mexican from Texas. He worked at a convenience store Courtney frequented. Striking up a friendship with the easygoing store clerk was a refreshing reprieve for Courtney. Amaya often engaged in conversation with the Freedom Acres ranch owner when he went to the market. During the talks, Courtney asked if there was someone in the community that does ranching or farming that he could trust. Over time, Amaya offered a ranch hand in early 2021. The assistance turned into Courtney proposing to Amaya and his wife full-time jobs and a place to stay on the ranch. Shortly after Amaya and his family moved to Freedom Acres Ranch, Courtney recalls that the couple often argued. Amaya, being the passive partner, was subjected to many levels of abuse. His wife called him nigger during their disputes and was aggressive. Eventually, Courtney fired Amaya's wife and kicked her off the property. At the same time, the couple separated and Amaya started working on getting a restraining order. With her gone, Amaya and his son, Don Jr., settled into a nice rhythm. One weekend after being on the ranch for a few months, Amaya alerted Courtney that he was going into town to handle some affairs and check out his place. His son was going to be watched by his aunt in the meantime. Well, Amaya never returned. It was like, unlike Amaya, not to call, so the Mallorys phoned him without any success. There was an unusual May storm coming, and they wanted to make sure he was okay. A few days later, the news reported of Amaya's death on May 12, 2022. He was found dead in his chicken coop, shot in the back of the head with his pants down, said Courtney. Amaya's estranged wife vanished, and his son remained with his father's family. The Mallorys believe that Amaya's death is related to this situation. I think they mistook him for me. For Nicole, that moment marked the time they had, that they had to be more vigilant in keeping safe. Don's murder was a clear message, she said. It was gruesome. It was heinous the way he was murdered. Shaken to the core, the Mallorys are still reminded of Amaya's death because his belongings are still on their property. The police haven't given us any information, Nicole said. To date, no arrests have been made in Donna Mayer's case. The general sentiment is that the Mallorys do not belong. Yet they had the audacity to purchase a large parcel of pristine land. Within the first weeks of them being on their newly acquired land, the Mallorys experienced white racist malevolence. So much I'll drink some water later. People still trespassed on the land carrying guns as the dumped refuse. While clearing up his ranch early in their resettlement on Freedom Acres, a female neighbor came to his property. Rudely she asked Courtney what was he doing on the land, where did he come from, and wanted to know his identity as he began to clean up. He favored Pyrenees and with him, oh, his dog was with him that day. 
And when he responded that he was the new owner, the woman replied that she was supposed to buy the land and that they shoot dogs in the area. Courtney paused briefly but told her that he had guard dogs for the cattle and other animals he'd bring. The conversation confirmed he had to make sure that the fence was repaired quickly. Shortly after repairing his fence, someone damaged it in the middle of the night. That repair-destroy cycle is still going. Simultaneously, the people in town began to question the Mallory's purchasing in the area. Several expressed disgust and also indicated, like his female neighbor, that they were that they too were interested in purchasing the property where Freedom Acres Ranch <laughs> now sat. Being black, I'm not blind to where I am. I definitely knew there would be some challenges out there. I just never thought it would lead to what it led to, reflected Courtney as he and his wife now face an arrest for charges they vehemently deny. Sheriff Gerhardt issued a warrant on December 14, 2022, for stalking, tampering with a utility meter, and petty theft. Because the Mallorys are in the Identity Protection Program, they received it on January 12, 2023. In addition to protecting their land, now they are seeking legal counsel. Local police enable what is happening here, emphasized Nicole, who said they were never welcomed by community members. While Nicole thinks you need a police to police, you need police to a certain degree, she never thought that her main nemesis would be local law enforcement. Although the Mallorys are far from being scared, they are surely outnumbered. While Colorado has a 12.4% black population, the Mallorys are one of the few blacks living in their region of El Paso County. While the county is the most populous in the state, the majority of Colorado's black residents are concentrated around Denver, Colorado Springs, Aurora, and Pueblo. Denver is over an hour from the Mallorys and is a completely different world from the rural community they live in. The gradual buildup of their experiences, along with the sight of nooses, including the social media mentions of pitchforks and fire sticks on a trip to Freedom Acres as community night, are historical flashbacks for the Mallorys. They cited that their experiences resemble the 1800s violence experienced by African Americans during the post-Reconstruction era called the Nader meaning the dark period in the U.S. after the Civil War. The Lincoln administration put in a list of executive orders, programs, and legislation to reorganize the United States and rebuild the South because the war was mostly fought in the southern states. Much of the land was in shambles. With the recent freedom of millions of enslaved peoples, there was also much restructuring to do. A number of services and institutions were put into place. From schools to land ownership deals, blacks were given the right to vote and other incentives as new citizens. It also included protection from Union Army members in areas that were still hostile. For the first time, the U.S. had an African-American men and black men could vote because blacks were the architects, artisans, and labor force in, building, in the building of America. They quickly constructed self-sustained towns, communities, and even cities. From banks to schools, to stores, and even doctor's offices, many of these communities thrived until Lincoln was assassinated and the Republican Party broke down. 
Much of the executive mandates and services services passed to restructure the South were dismantled, including soldiers removed from patrolling hostile areas. A new order presided, which emboldened enraged whites from the South to the North who do not want blacks to enfranchise because they were beginning to outperform and outearn them. This Nader era documented a record uh, number of lynchings, house burnings, genocide on communities, bombings, and even one coup d'etat in Wilmington, North Carolina. In sum, whites destroyed and confiscated what was built by blacks as the government watched, and in many cases, government workers participated. Fast forward to 2023, the Mallory's fervorous work to hold their land mirrors what happened 150 years ago. This time, technology plays a large part in the fight. While the Mallory's have been adamant about documenting as much as they can, they also have been limited. On numerous occasions, Courtney called 911 to report various crimes happening to him but could not get through. Every time he calls 911, there is a dead silence. When a dispatcher did answer, they'd hang up. Even when Ark Republic attempts to talk to Courtney, his signal goes in and out. And he says that he does not receive all of his correspondences through text message. The Mallorys believe their phones are tapped. That's nothing new. They've done that to everybody, including the late Dr. Martin Luther King and all the people that worked with him. And their line somehow is manipulated by local law enforcement. Are we surprised? I'm not. How does someone who desire to grow food ends up fighting for land they bought and potentially their freedom and lives? Daily, the Mallory's still grapple with a question they are not prepared to answer in the days of assault. All we wanted to do was feed our community and provide fresh food, said Courtney, who mentioned that they donated hundreds of pounds of meat over the last two years in the midst of their dealings with racial terror. Agriculture is how America eats. Where will we be without food, asked Courtney. Nowadays, people think food is created in a lab somewhere, and they seem to have forgotten about farmers, especially black farmers, and the role we played in all of this. Many have questioned the Mallorys on their reasons for staying under such antagonistic circumstances. It is our land. We are not being run off, asserted Courtney. I am doing this for black farmers after me who won't have to deal with this in the future. In being t- in between tending the cattle, the Mallorys, they have added body cameras to their daily farm clothes to document their movements about the ranch. Also, their church is holding prayer meetings on their behalf. Amen. See, Satan doesn't change his tactics. He just keeps doing them over and over. And it's not that these people don't know that they're wrong. Because once the church begins to pray, the Holy Spirit begins to move to convict people. So they know they're wrong. They just don't care. That's the bottom line. So let's see what else I can get in. Not much. We uh, want to thank the Lord for his adjudication in that matter. Amen. Our... Yes, sir, Holy Spirit, what do you want to say? It is a pity and a shame 
that these people think after the civil rights movement and after everything that has been happening for the past hundred years in the United States concerning this issue, that they can still pull this off. It's a pity and a shame. And it will be dealt with from the heavenly realm. They are Christian. It will be dealt with by the kingdom of God. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning a Christian school in Missouri that provides tuition-free education will soon be closing its doors, reportedly due to a sharp decline in funding from local churches after it altered its mission statement to affirm the holiness of the LGBT community. Urban Christian Academy of Kansas City, a kindergarten through eighth grade facility founded nine years ago, will be closing its doors this spring due to lack of funds, the Kansas City Star reported Monday. While the school had an inclusive theology that involved supporting various LGBT causes for years, executive director and co-founder Callaway George said the institution updated its mission statement and website last winter to affirm LGBT students. I think our community members felt safe within our walls, but we wanted them to feel publicly protected as well, she said. Eventually, it felt like our silence was contributing to the hurt and pain our queer community members were experiencing. We deeply long for all people to feel welcome, loved, and celebrated not just secretly within our walls, but very explicitly to the public as well, she added. Six months after the decision, she said the school lost about 42% of its funding. By the end of 2022, the support had dropped by 80%. This drop in support comes as all eight local churches that had given financial support to the school withdrew their funding. According to Callaway George, the churches cited a disagreement of values based on the inclusion of the LGBT community. Although we love and admire you in many ways for your hard work, compassion, commitment, strength, we draw the line at this issue, one patron wrote to the school. Christian compassion does not mean universalism. Jesus loved all but told them, go and sin no more. He died so we could be saved, healed, delivered, and set free. According to a 2021 report entry, Urban Christian Academy had an enrollment of 105 students, 96.2% of whom were African American. It also had a student-to-teacher ratio of 15 to 1. The school's online manifesto states that they believe the Bible is full of wisdom and the person of Jesus is the most powerful example of embodied love and that there exists at a diversity of perspectives within our community. We are an affirming school. We stand with the LGBTQIA plus community, and we believe in their holiness. We celebrate the diversity of God's creation in all of its varied and beautiful forms, states the manifesto. We want all people who are a part of the UCA family to feel free to explore and express who they are. We don't put people in boxes. We don't believe in being spiritual gatekeepers who say who's in and who's out. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Generation Z voters are more concerned about upholding women's reproductive rights than reducing the number of abortions, a recent survey has found. But a leading youth pro-life organization argues that the poll is not an accurate reflection of younger voters' view on abortion. According to a Walton Family Foundation survey, 76% of Gen Z voters said access to abortion is very important or at least somewhat important, with 60% saying the former and 16% stating the latter. 10% of Gen Z voters said the issue was not very important or not important at all, with 4% saying the former and 5% believing the latter. Another 14% said that they felt the issue was neither important nor unimportant. In comparison, 69% of adults aged 26 and older said that upholding women's reproductive rights is very important or at least somewhat important. 49% of participants said the issue is very important. 20% said it was somewhat important. And 15% said it was neither important nor unimportant. Another 6% said abortion access is not very important, while 10% said that it was not important at all. The survey also found that 46% of adult voters aged 26 and older are concerned about reducing the number of abortions compared to 33% of Gen Z voters. 21% of Gen Z voters said that they that reducing abortions is very important. 13% said that it's somewhat important. 23% said that reducing abortions is neither important nor unimportant. Another 14% said that reducing abortions is not very important. And 29% said it's not not at all important. For voters 26 and older, 28% said reducing abortions is very important. 18% somewhat important. 23% said reducing abortions is neither important nor unimportant. 12% said that reducing abortions is not very important, and 20% said that it's not important at all. The study authors polled 3,227 15 to 25-year-olds and 1,036 adults aged 26 or older. The survey had a 1.7% margin of error, while the survey of adults aged 26 or older had a 3% margin of error. The Vice President of Media and Policy for Students for Life Action cited January 2023 uh, research poll conducted in collaboration with the life or pro-life organization, which the pro-life leader claims shows younger voters actual views on abortion. The pro-life leader said the problem with polls is that those conducting the survey often fail to ask follow-up questions define terms or explain poverty. But when you dive deeper, an honest assessment finds that this generation has real concerns about how abortion is handled in America. Hamrick, who also serves as the chief media and policy strategist for Students for Life of America, far from being a lockstep for abortion, as the media and, frankly, the Democrats want us to believe, this generation has concerns about abortion extremism, and almost 7 in 10 supports limits on abortion, she added. 
Researchers interviewed 1,216 registered voters between 18 and 41, matching the sample down to 1,000 to produce the final data set. Participants were matched to a sampling frame based on gender, age, race, and education. The polls... The poll's margin of error was 3.3.7. And I'll let you read the rest of this at your time. Um, I'm going down to this portion of it. As previously reported, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration finalized a rule last month to make abortion pills available at pharmacy chains and mail order companies Nationwide, the American College of Pediatricians released a 24-page report condemning the rule change, with Dr. Jane Anderson, co-author of the review, warning that women are deeply harmed by chemical abortion. This disregard for human life and safety betrays the purpose of the FDA. Safety and reveals what chemical abortion truly serves, politics and profit, not people. Chemical abortion pills are intended to result in the death of a human being. This is an anti-ethical, anti-ethical to the practice of medicine. Instead of protecting a mother and her baby, chemical abortion puts a woman's life at risk and makes her the facilitator of her child's death. According to a 2022 poll conducted on behalf of Students of Life, 52% of young adults supported banning abortion after an unborn baby's heartbeat becomes detectable, compared to 48% who oppose. The survey assessed 834 young adults between the ages of 18 and 34 from January 5th to 11th about their views on abortion and the Roe decision. 60% of respondents expressed some level of support for Roe, with 21% saying that they are very strongly supported the decision, 26% reporting that they strongly supported the decision. Mm, okay. And 12% telling the pollster that they did not strongly support it. Amen. All right. We're going to bypass this next one until next week. Amen. Let's see if I can make it. Okay. I think I can make it through the last one. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning the Biden administration tax credits for electric vehicles could end up costing taxpayers four times more than earlier estimates, with multiple manufacturers set to collect billions in such credits over upcoming years. Among the many tax rebates in the Inflation Reduction Act passed last year, one is specifically aimed at electric battery manufacturing. For each kilowatt hour of U.S. manufactured cell, a company will get tax credits worth $35, down battery production costs in the country by a third. An estimate made by the Congressional Budget Office in August last year foresaw tax revenues lost from these tax credits amounting to $30.6 billion over a period of 10 years, with the figure including credits for solar and wind manufacturing as well. A new estimate by London-based Benchmark Mineral Intelligence, a specialist information provided, hmm, yeah, 
provider for lithium-ion batteries in the EV supply chain, puts the total cost of battery rebates at $136 billion over 10 years. This would be four times the CBO's estimated revenue loss for the government. President Biden has a goal to get 50% of all new vehicles sold in the United States to be electric by 2030. To reach that goal, the administration wants to invest in EV infrastructure and does not mind making taxpayers who are already suffering from high inflation fund lucrative tax credits, February 6th post, by the Institute for Energy Research. Through these subsidies, the government is picking winners and losers, and history has shown that the government usually fails when it interferes with the market. EV manufacturers are expecting big money from Biden's tax credit program. Tesla is expecting $1 billion in battery tax credits for 2023. The company's Nevada plant can grow to manufacture up to 500 gigawatt, hour, gigawatt hours of battery cells, which would come to $17.5 billion in tax credits. GM is expecting its credits to net $300 million this year. Ford estimates over $7 billion in credits during the three-year period between 2023 and 2026, after which the company expects the credits to grow. The EV tax credits of up to $7,500 will be offered to U.S. citizens who buy electric vehicles or plug-in hybrids. According to regulations, at least 40% of the critical minerals used in the battery must be from A, North America, or B, from a country that has trade-free agreement with the United States, or C, recycled in North America. This number is set to go up to 80% in 2027. The critical minerals cannot come from a foreign entity of concern. In addition, roughly 50% of the battery parts must be assembled in the United States with a country that has an FTA with America. This number will jump to 100% in 2029. On February 3rd, the IRS and the Department of Treasury changed, I'm sorry, the vehicle classification standard to see more vehicles qualify for EV tax credits, allowing vans, pickup trucks, and SUVs to get tax credits as well. To qualify for EV credits, the annual income of an individual must be below 150000 and that of married couples buying a new vehicle must be less than $300,000. For used vehicles, annual income must be below 75000 for singles and less than 150000 for married couples. But despite the Biden administration's push to promote EVs, they still remain too expensive for many people. One survey found out that 85% of drivers in the United States could not afford an electric vehicle. A survey published by Rasmussen Reports in August found that only 28% of American drivers saw electric cars as practical for most drivers, with 54% saying that these vehicles aren't practical. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications in all of the adjudications that were presented tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Brother Marshall, as you come to lead us in prayer, I'm requesting that you pray for the adjudications and the order in which they were presented to reduce uh, possibly um, uh, 
confusion where people are trying to keep up with what's actually being prayed concerning them. Amen. So if you would be so kind to accommodate us, we would appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, Brother Marshall, you have to press the button, sir. <laughs> there we go. Hello. Hello. Praise the Lord. Hello. The Lord. Okay, so I have the cell phone on, even though the landline, for some reason, disconnected. So it's not just the Mallory. Some interesting things happening with electronic communications. Father, we ask for divine intervention, adjudication, all these situations, Father God, including the couple in Colorado that Sabrina went through a list of their challenges. And, Father, you said, if two of you on earth agree to touch anything, ask it shall be done to my Father, which is in heaven. We thank you that more with us than with them. Thank you for angels fighting for us. Father God, and for all those that serve you, Lord, as best they know how. Father, we bind every spirit that could lead to carrying grudges, including by anyone on either side. Because, Father God, you said if we don't forgive everyone from our hearts, we cannot be forgiven by you. So, Father, help Courtney and his wife. Help them, Father God, to be able to walk supernaturally in your spirit, Father God. And all these different people that we're interceding for, Father God, including the people in this country, called the United States, in every nation where they're trying to force people into the so-called Green New Deal, which is what? Green New Deal is just part of this whole agenda, Father God, that's been proposed for many years. Some people say it's what? It's like a watermelon. looks super green on the outside, but inside it is really red, kind of like a watermelon. And we like watermelon usually, especially in the summertime. It's very moist and helpful when it's hot out. And, Father God, we, it's lovely to have things to drink and lovely to have things to eat. We thank you for farmers like, like the, the Mallory's, Father God. But we ask you, Father God, to protect and deliver all the farmers of every race and ethnic origin, including those in the, in the Netherlands and every area, Father God. We're farmers, including the Amish farmers and all those people being picked on because they just want to provide healthy food for people. And why don't they want people to have healthy food? Oh, Because the same people have this agenda, the Green New Deal agenda, Father God. The same people want to push the New World Order, want to bring everybody into a New World religion. And it's not Christianity. It may not even be Islam. It may be just a whole new religion to bow down and worship a false god. Father God, you don't like idolatry. In fact, that's the first of the Ten Commandments. You'll have no other gods before me. So, Father, we ask for your divine help and intervention. Your arm is not too short to save Satan. You and all your underlings are bound. Every spirit seeking to kill, stone, destroy. And, Father, we ask for your divine help and intervention. <clears throat> you said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. So we ask you to deliver all of us, Father, in Jesus' name, each and every one of us, Father, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for doing so because you're faithful who comes. She said, call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. In Jesus' name, we thank you for your mercies that are new this day and every day, Father, in each and every one of these situations. Father, God, help the people. There's different Christians that have a different point of view. Some people think they're Christians. What does that say, Father God, that we're not supposed to judge before the time? Because we don't really know. You're the only one who knows everyone's heart. And we don't know those people that had that, that uh, 
at a school, wherever that was that Sabrina read through, Pastor Sabrina read through, where they were providing a reduced tuition or very low tuition, Father God, and the students were mostly from black families. Not that that makes much difference. Everybody needs to have an opportunity to have a wonderful education oh, in Missouri. And we thank you for the, for the churches that did help fund the school for a little while. We ask you to bring reconciliation into the body of Christ. Help people to know how to walk in love and not walk in ways that displease and anger you, Lord. We know your opinion. What happened in Sodom and Gomorrah was not an accident. You, you checked it out. You went to see if what was being done there was, was really being done before you sent the fire and brimstone, before you sent the judgment. And we know when you're, when you're, where's that scripture? It's in Isaiah 26. When your judgments are on the earth, the people will learn righteousness. Father God, you give everyone an opportunity to repent from carrying grudges, which could keep us out of heaven, from walking pridefully like the Pharisees did. Oh, we're super-duper religious, and, uh, you know, we don't want you to carry your bed because you were healed on the Sabbath day, but Jesus said, carry your bed. Father, help there to be healing, and and it's only you can do by your spirit, Father God. There's the spirit of this world, and there's the, there's the, there's the spirit that comes only by your Holy Ghost, Father. We need to all be drinking from that one spirit, drinking into one spirit with you, Lord. Yes, Jesus walked in love, but he also said, go and sin no more. So, Father God, help the people that are struggling. Help the people in every area. And there's some people that actually are not even close to being Christians at this point, Father God. But you can get a hold of them, Father God. You told us to pray for those who despitefully use us. You told us about that in Matthew where's that 5.44 and in Luke 6, around verse 28. He said, we're not supposed to be an eye for an eye and a tooth for tooth kind of person anymore. Oh, they knocked out my tooth. I want to knock out their tooth. No, he said, vengeance is mine. I will repay, said the Lord. And you're going to. And you're going to deal with those, Father God, that have been not dealing very nicely with your people. Because you said, whatever you do to the least of these, you're doing it unto me. And it says in your word, in Psalm 7, starting at verse, where do you want me to start, Lord? Tell the book content about that. All thoughts captive in Jesus' name. You said in Psalm 7, beginning verse 8, The Lord shall judge the people. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness. We can only receive your gift of righteousness. No one's righteous apart from the blood of Jesus. And according to my integrity that is in me. How do we get integrity in us? When we get rid of the puffed upness. We're not puffed up anymore. We want to be unleavened, like unleavened bread, like the Jewish people, and they have the Passover, Seder, and that's what the Last Supper was for Jesus. He was a nice Jewish man, rabbi, actually. But they had a Passover, Seder. They had unleavened bread. It wasn't puffed up. Yes, there's nothing inherently evil about some yeast and some bread, but he doesn't want us to be puffed up. So, Father God, help us all to walk in the Spirit the way you want. We're not going to be like Satan with proud wrath. Well, I was, I've always been here, and these people are from away, and they don't belong here. Father, we know Satan always comes to turn one group of people against another. It isn't just skin color. It can be anything. It can be anything. They don't talk the way we talk. 
or whatever. Their eye shape is a little different than our eye shape or whatever. Father God, we ask you, Father God, to help bring healing and deliverance to the people. The Japanese don't like the whatever it is, the Chinese or whatever. The people that in one group hate another group, Father God. We ask you to pour forth of your spirit because unless you wake up the sleeping giant, unless you pour forth of your spirit, Father, there will be no no peace on this earth, Father God. And we know you're going to have a new heaven and a new earth. And we know, Father God, they're going to judge this world, Father God. But you said, when, you, when Jesus returns, will he find faith on the earth? Help us, Lord, to have faith in that blood. Why did Jesus come and shed his blood? Because he said, that Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. I mean, he took the Valerie's curses in his own body. He took my curses in his own body. He, everyone's curses in his own body on the tree. Even for Trump and Biden, everyone, if we would just repent. What does repentance mean? Just like the woman is called in the act of adultery, go and sin no more. He doesn't like adultery. He doesn't like people that are bigots and prideful and proud. Just like um, the, the one who served Esther's um, uh, husband, the king, in, uh, in the book of Esther, and, and, uh, and Esther's uncle wouldn't bow down and scrape and, and humble himself in that, per- what was his name, Mordecai's presence. No, Mordecai was the guy he, at, at Haman's presence. He didn't bow down to Haman. So, Father, a lot of people that wanted people to bow down to them and kiss their proverbial butt, Father God, in Jesus' name. So, Father God, you told us not to bow down, not to be doormats, but to stand up for who's in us. And even as King David said, your gentleness have made me great. Father, we thank you for helping them, every one of us, all those different people that are in, in conflict one with another, to be able to receive your gentleness by the power of your spirit. You said, fear not, little flocks, your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. The kingdom of God is within righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Well, how do we get that? Jesus made peace by the blood of his cross, so we can be at peace. Righteousness. He loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. To think of the privilege of drinking to one spirit, that same oil of gladness that you poured on the Lord Jesus, that he could say, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. That same oil of gladness that, Father God, you sent Jesus forth, anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power, went about doing good and healing all those that were oppressed of the devil. Please heal all those that are oppressed to the devil in every area, including those Americans that are being forced to fund electric vehicles. Maybe they don't want to do that. Maybe they realize that's just part of this whole green agenda, which is nothing more than communism and and much worse than that, Father God. Much, much more demonic than that, Father God. Much, much more. Even Sheila Zielinski had something recently about that, Father God. And I know Pastor Sabrina met her up when she went up to New York State at some point. Father God, we know that people have been speaking. Pat Holiday certainly spoke out, not against the EV thing necessarily, but certainly about the, the agenda from the Green New Deal. Father God, we ask you to help us to be able to walk in the Spirit the way you want. So according to your word in Psalm 7, Oh, let the, in verse 9, oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just, even as you give us your gift of righteousness. For the righteous God judges the hearts and reigns. He knows what's in my belly. He knows what I'm thinking. You're the only one who knows every one of our hearts, Lord. My defense is of God, the creator God, that saveth the upright in where? In their own self-estimation? No, in heart. My defense is of God, which saveth the upright in heart, God judgeth the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. That's a whole lot of wicked, Lord. 
If he turn not, he will wet his sword. He hath bent his bow and made it ready. God's going to judge them. Vengeance is mine. I will repay. He has prepared for him his instruments of death. He ordaineth his arrows upon the persecutors. Father, we ask for your divine intervention, adjudication, every one of these situations the pastor's brain has gone through. I thank you, Father God, for allowing the cell phone to be on. That was a supernatural thing. I could barely hear it. It was in another room near me. Father God, I turned it on thinking I was going to be walking through the house instead of staying on the landline. But, Father God, we thank you for that. You're able to provide exceeding abundantly more than we can ask or imagine, not just for those in Colorado who may be hungry, even those white people who may need deliverance, Father God. We ask you to bring deliverance. We pray for those who are despitefully using us, including those in the administration, current administration of the United States and those in the various areas, Father God, not just in Missouri, every area, Father God, including those that have been not, appropri- not, not appropriately appreciating our veterans when they come back and lay down their lives, or, or risk laying down their lives anyway, in dealing with foreign wars that the bankers probably sent them off to fight so they can keep the U.S. dollar supported. Isn't that nice of them? We ask for divine intervention, adjudication concerning the Christian school in Missouri and all those people involved, Father God, the way you want, because I don't know the proper intervention, Father God. You love every human being, but you don't like people to continue and sin, Father God, including those who are acting like Pharisees, Father God, as well as those that are trying to push perversion on the Christian community. Father, it's got to be your intervention by your spirit. If you don't pour forth of your oil on troubled waters, Father God, I don't know what the intervention If you've got to wake up the sleeping giant, Lord, we ask you to do so, even as Tommy Hicks had that vision, Father God, way back, way back in 1961. And we know you're starting to do it. We know you're moving. We know you're moving. Many years ago, Pat, obviously, the, the revival's already started, and then it has, and it is continuing. Father God, you've gotten a hold of all kinds of different people. You, you went and you spoke to some of those Muslims. Father God, we many, many people, <coughs> and that time is drawing near where we really need it. The, Father God, you've exposed some of the nastiness of what's going on in this um, kind of a current administration, and not just the United States, many different nations, where even kind of things being done in other nations may be brought to bear against this administration, Father God. We thank you for what you're doing. Help those people that are so confused. All the comparison of these different people, who either compares themselves among themselves or not wise. All these people doing this, uh, trying to figure out who supports uh, killing babies, who, who supports killing just a few babies, and all the rest of it, Father God. All this poll research from, from 2022, Father God. Father God, we ask you to help people to know that you don't like it when you create human life, and other people want to get rid of human life. Well, what if they have a handicap? Who says that handicap isn't something that God can deal with? Some people have little handicaps, a little dyslexia or a little something, and some people just need deliverance. Some people have handicaps that are more blatant, you know, like Down syndrome, but some of those people can be the most cheerful, pleasant people much more cheerful than some of those uh, people coming against the Mallory's in Colorado. They can be absolutely lovely people, Father God. So who says who's supposed to be here not supposed to be here? We're created by you and for you and for your good pleasure. Help us all to bring you good pleasure, Father, in Jesus' name. Because you said, when we realize the price that Jesus paid for us, that we realize we're not here for our own selves. And you said in Second Corinthians 5.15, that they which live shall not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Oh, you mean I'm not supposed to live for Marshall? For my pleasure? Well, I want to have a big, yeah, whatever. 
We want to do it your way, Lord. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, written in your blood, called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways from selfishness and untimely judgment and carrying grudges and all the rest of it, turn from their wicked ways and seek my face. <clears throat> your eyes are red with wine. Seek my face. Then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. Father, pour forth of your spirit. Pour forth of your spirit. Satan, you're bound, and all your underlings are bound. <clears throat> every spirit of death, hell, and destruction, every spirit of retaliation by the Russian community, when they find out it's now come out into the open, who destroyed the, the, the gas line going to Europe. Father God, we ask for you to pour oil on troubled waters. We bind every spirit of Zeus, every spirit of death, hell, and destruction, every spirit of ungodly fear, every spirit of retaliation and grudges, every ungodly spirit. Stay tuned here, bound, every mind-blinding spirit, every spirit of presumption, every spirit of, of trying to uphold people's presumptions based on kind of all the kind of, kind of mind control spirits are bound in Jesus' name. You, Satan, are bound. Everyone ever under is bound. Every marine spirit's bound. Every spirit, Leviathan, good heads and tails cut off. Every ungodly spirit, kind of a, every occultic spirit called an evil good and good evil, saying yoga's good. Well, no, yoga's not good. Kind of a, but people think it is. So, oh, yeah, you get to do the Pilates is good. No, it's not good. People are worshiping demons. People are saying that this is good and that's good. Father, we ask you to help people good about that, to have discernment. Father, pour forth of your spirit. You say, well, that's one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is discernment, Father God. The body of Christ desperately needs discernment because our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's not because people are white or black or yellow or any other color, Father God. It's because there are demons in people, and they jerk people around. And some people may be clones or maybe <laughs> whatever, pretending to be somebody else. Some people have doubles. Maybe they're not clones. Maybe they're just actors pretending. A lot of people are doing acting, not just the head of uh, Ukraine. A lot of people are being actors. Father God, deliver us from every spirit of falsehood. You bind every spirit of error, every spirit of falsehood. Satan, you're bound from our position. Satan, how many places in Christ Jesus? According to Proverbs 18.10, according to Psalm 91, According to Ephesians 2.6, we thank you for raising us up together with Christ. Jesus. we're seated in him in heavenly places. We command that we know for the flow of our communication from the demons in the second heaven and the bush and the deep to all those who have interceded for. As for your divine help and intervention, we close every ungodly stargate and portal in Jesus' name. We're all sealed and closed in Jesus' name, locked with the key of David in Jesus' name, according to Revelation 3.7, according to the word of God in Matthew 18, 19, and Matthew 18, 18 to 20, in Jesus' name. Because you said, if two of you on earth agree, just anything ask, it shall be done, and my Father, which is heaven. And no one snatches, snatches out of your hands, Father. We thank you for keeping us by the power of your name, because Jesus said, I'm no more in the world, but these are in the world. Holy Father, keep through thine own name those who now have given us, that may be one as we are. Helps to be one with Jesus, walking in the Spirit, walking in peace, walking in peace. Thank you. 
Thank you. 